time again, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome one and all to the Shock of Reality, the podcast devoted to the truth in the heart of the matter, discussing topics and facts that everyone really cares about with no fear. Featuring your host, the one and only Watch the Seaport, DJ SAV. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, email us at theshockerreality at yahoo.com. That's D A S H O C K O F R E A L I T Y.com. All one word with no spaces. This your topic is podcast. You can follow us at the same heading on Instagram. So now, let's get to the heart of the matter. How you doing, folks? This is DJ SAV. I'm sorry that it's been so, so while since my next uh, podcast, but unfortunately, I've had some things going on that uh, needed my attention. But I do want you all to realize that at no point will I ever stop doing the podcast as long as I feel like I'm doing some good. This podcast is not for personal gain. This is to try to be a wellspring of knowledge and entertainment in a very troubling time. Uh, so I just hope that I can continue to inform and entertain you. This week, this show is called Take the Shot. And it's been on a topic that I've been thinking about doing for a while. But I got that push by uh, a colleague of Mr. Bell, you know, a teacher that I talk about a lot from uh, Myers Middle School, his friend uh, started talking about this topic, so I figured it was time that I took the time out to really do this. So we're gonna talk about uh, coronavirus or COVID-19 vaccines. Um, If you are planning on getting vaccinated in the state of Georgia, go to dph.georgia.gov slash covid dash vaccine you'll be able to find a place near you that where you can get uh vaccinated or if you're trying to find out more information before you make a decision then um, you can also use that website as well before i go any further i want to give uh, a shout out to a local business by the name of fifth of inc they're at uh 7010 skidway road in savannah georgia the telephone number is 912-335-7235. Uh, they are a tattoo and piercing parlor. Uh, black owned. <laughs> Even though my tattoo artist is the only Caucasian in there. But um, it's a really good and professional place. And they're artists. You know, not just tattoos. But they do actual artwork. And they're very talented. So if you're looking to get a tattoo or something, go and see uh, the Fifth Ain't crew, and, and you won't be disappointed. So, coronavirus has been in our lives for a while, quite a while now. Um, they've it's taken many lives. A lot of uh, lives were because folks didn't believe about the coronavirus or. They decided not to get the facts. Well, I'm here to give you the information. So whatever happens, you won't be able to say, hey, I didn't know. So let's talk about 
the progress of being vaccinated here in in, in uh in the United States. Uh the number of people who have at least had the first dose administered is uh well over two hundred and eight million people. To be exactly precise, two hundred and eight million three hundred and five thousand two hundred and seventy. Those who have taken the second dose, the numbers are a little bit lower at 163,120,855. That's uh, roughly right below 50%. First dose is a little over 60% at 62.7. About 333,996,199. Uh, of the total population has been vaccinated in one way, shape, or form. Um, you know, I, I, I live in Georgia, you know, so I'm going to uh, focus on that. Um, roughly, we've got about 10 million people in Georgia that's been uh, administered. Uh, the vaccine, ten million six hundred seventeen thousand four hundred twenty-three. Of that, right at five point six million have at least one dose, and four point three million have been administered second dose. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not going to say and tell you that if you take this vaccine that you won't get coronavirus, but I will tell you this: ninety-five percent of all new uh, cases have been from people who are not vaccinated and a lot of people who are vaccinated uh they they don't exhibit any symptoms so and and that's just in the united states so let's talk on a global scale um first dose we're at uh three billion 254,523,010 that's 41% the numbers of who reached the second dose 2,305,353,362 or 29.4% that's roughly 7.8 billion people who have received a dose and per 100 people, there's roughly 71 uh, doses available. So, while it's available, you need to, you know, if you're on the fence, it's better to err on the side of, hey, this is going to uh, help me. Um, you know, there are places that are becoming hot spots. You know, Florida's been a hot spot. Recently in the news, Kentucky has become a new COVID hot spot. Uh, up until recently, I didn't know about anybody in my family who had COVID. And then all of a sudden, my grandmother, who already has health issues, uh, started experiencing 
uh, COVID symptoms and had to be hospitalized because of her advanced age and her already a sickly nature. So, um, this isn't a game, folks. You know, people are running around making TikToks and Instagram posts about people being belligerent about masks. I'd be more worried about being vaccinated than the mask. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not disputing how important that wearing a mask can be, but at the same time, you're just as much danger wearing a mask if you're not vac- vaccinated if, than we are if you aren't. I, I just wish there was a way that we could just broadcast to everybody these numbers because either some people don't have the information. You know, I apologize for that some people aren't smart enough to locate the information. Uh, some people aren't devoted enough to it. You can't just worry about yourself. I mean, as parents, every person that has a child should be looking for new information on a daily basis to find out what's going on, what's changed, what's getting better, what's getting worse, what is the best thing I can do for my children. I mean, I want them to be safe. I want them to understand that their well-being is extremely important. They've got to know that. This thing is killing people. And it does not discriminate black, white, yellow, old, young, newborn babies, teenagers. You know, I'm starting to see posts with people posting about people who I thought weren't in the danger zone had that have passed away. You know, I recently had a friend who who, who lost this this child was almost an infant. You know, hadn't even lived long enough to form a full vocabulary. Did nothing in this world but bring joy. But now That's not the case anymore. It's done. It's over with. You know, we're pushing for people to get vaccinated. These medical people need to try to develop something that's going to protect our children that are under the age of 12. I mean, so what happens to, let's say, a newborn baby who who's living with their single mother and all of a sudden this person who has no help already gets COVID who's going to care for that child not only that who's going to care for that child and then this parent can rest easy knowing that their child is safe and secure and that when they're better they're going to be able to get that child back I mean you never know what twist and turn this can do. You never know what's at the base of their relationship. Some people might be sitting out here and making decisions because they don't feel like there's enough to protect them 
and theirs if they go down. And then you have people who uses this as a joke. You know, I've been around people that are like, oh, well, if you keep it up, I'm going to tell you I got COVID. You know, very least, worst case scenario, I'll be out for the day and go get a test. This is not something you joke with. You know what that reminds me of? When I was younger, I used to see a lot of people, black folk especially, that whenever they couldn't control their child or make their child behave, they would see a police officer like, all right, I'm going to send you with him to scare the children. There's already enough up in the air about police involvement with people and whatnot that we don't have to use them as a boogeyman made flesh. You know, the same thing we're doing with COVID. We're turning COVID into the boogeyman. That thing that we don't talk about, that we hope that if we flash on the lights, that it'll go away. Well, it's not. It isn't. And anybody that tells you different, they're a fool. Look, everybody has to take a chance to make their own decision on what they're going to do. I'm not going to sit up here and try to force another adult to not only vaccinate themselves, but their children. But I would be remiss if I didn't sit up here and try to be a wellspring of knowledge, which is what I want to do. You don't gain wisdom and knowledge without sharing it. And a lot of times people tell you that you don't want to just give. You want to show somebody how to get it themselves. And I understand that, which is why at the beginning of this podcast, I gave that website, you know, but at the same time, sometimes there's some knowledge, some wisdom that you have to be willing to just give because it can mean life or death. I am pretty sure, and I hate to sound so draconian when I say this, I am pretty sure that there is some parent right now or there is some daughter or son right now who is mourning because they didn't find out what was what and now their parent is gone. Or some parent didn't take the proper precautions and now their child is gone. I was on the fence when school started up again by sending my daughter back even with her being vaccinated. But at the same time, I knew from what I experienced with the whole virtual school thing that if she was going to be successful, it would not be going to school at home. So I make sure every day she's got her sanitizer, every day she's got her mask, to make sure that she has everything she needs and she's educated on proper etiquette so that she won't get sick. So I can have peace of mind. Not only that, but then we I have teachers who I know and trust who care for my daughter the way they care for their own kids. So, but that wouldn't be possible if they weren't educated and I weren't educated. But I, I am. I have the information. 
you, you, you know, what I would really like is for this to be taken serious across the board. I'll give you an example of the kind of seriousness I'm talking about. There's a story, and you can find it on you, where L.A., Los Angeles, is expected to pass a COVID-19 vaccine mandate for school students. I think that that's a good idea because children are going to socialize. They're not going to stay six feet away. That's just a way to keep from there being an outbreak in school while still letting our kids get the education they need. Do I think this needs to be brought up in all 50 states? Yes, I do. I really do. And I think that then once is brought to the table it can be discussed and at the end of the day it can be brought in the law or it cannot but at least then there'll be enough people where enough information is put out there for more people to be kept safe uh, I'm gonna keep watching this story I, I haven't had an update lately but uh, I want to find out what they're going to do and as a concerned citizen, why not bring it to, to the attention of the government here? I'm a citizen, I vote, so I should have the right to say, hey, Mr. Mayor, this is what's going on here. Are you telling me that they are more concerned about our future, our children, than we are here? What is your take on it? What do you think we should do? Are you just going to rest on the laurels that you said it's a mandate that we wear masks? That's not enough. You don't rest on one goal. Once it's accomplished, you move on to bigger and better. That's how you prove that we made the right decision when we put you in the office. I will say this, though. I do applaud this mayor when he called off uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade. I do. That took guts. Because I know that a lot of people were not happy with him, but they will see in the long run he kept us from becoming a breeding ground for even more possibilities of the spread of COVID-19. He did what he felt he had to do and I respect him for that but once again you must keep this thing contained you must do more lead by example educate you're not just a civil servant you're in a position to educate people on a wider scale than I can a wider scale than any teacher can because you are basically the law here. So it's got to be done. Now, another thing that bothers me tremendously is that there are actually people up in the northern part of the uh, East Coast, up near Vermont, 
where people in power, state troopers are being investigated for creating fake COVID-19 vaccination cards. I am shocked and appalled. Why would you do such a thing? You're in a position where you're supposed to be helping the situation. And this further makes people mistrust police officers. Are they making money off this? I don't understand. I'm willing to bet you that the individuals doing this, they're vaccinated. They're taking precautions. But then they're feeding on the fear and ignorance of others to try and line their pockets with money. Let me ask you a question. What good is that money going to do when you or somebody in your family is dead? Or what good is that money going to do when you're locked up, when you find out? Because what's done in the dark always comes to light. Always. There's never, there's never a time where someone gets away scot-free. Now, earlier in the podcast, I talked about how my grandmother contracted COVID. What's funny about that, my grandmother is in a medical facility. She's in a nursing home. This nursing home charges about $1,100 a month for my grandmother. Why weren't precautions taken? But that's funny. Let me tell you what isn't funny. Do you realize that most employees in nursing homes haven't received the COVID vaccine? I remember when we had a real bad breakout of the flu. If you didn't get a flu vaccination in the medical profession here at one of our main hospitals, you couldn't come to work. So, if that was the case with the flu, why is that not the case with something that's even more deadly for people who are working closely with a lot of people who are aged and sickly on a daily basis. I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to grasp the validity of that. If my grandmother is in the hospital, in a nursing home, where she needs care, where she, let's say, for sake of argument, has a compromised immune system, but then I've got a person that comes into work, I don't know if they've been to the club the night before, I don't know if they were sharing drugs with somebody, I don't know what their lifestyle is or what harm they put themselves into. I'm supposed to be okay when 
they come in the door wearing a mask and you take their temperature what if they're if they're not showing any symptoms what if this thing is mutated to the point where conventional ways of, of detecting don't work I feel if no other job market needs to have a mandatory uh, vaccination is the folks in medical in the medical profession nurses aides clinical technicians uh, the folks that work in the lab surgeons then that's my opinion you can agree with it or disagree with it but I'm being forthright with how I feel because I feel that uh, maybe if something like this had been in place, my grandmother wouldn't have COVID and I wouldn't have to worry about almost losing her. Another thing that I want to put out there for folks, another way you can find the vaccines you can go to www.vaccines.gov slash search. It will help you find clinics, pharmacies, and other locations that offer COVID vaccines in the United States. There are so many things going on. I talked about Los Angeles trying to pass the COVID mandate. And then there are several other states that have banned mandates. You know, I just, and, and, I, and, I, and I'm like, wow, really? You would ban something that could possibly save hundreds of thousands of lives? And I, and I, and I say hundreds of thousands of lives because I know that there are going to be some people, no matter what you say or do, they're going to be the conspiracy theorists and all that. People are going to believe what they believe. They're going to believe that this is, you know, propaganda. This is this, that, and the third. But, no. No. And while I'm doing this podcast, I'm giving you information for you to uh, to further educate. Here's another thing. Not everybody knows what John Hopkins is. John Hopkins is a very prominent uh, when it comes to medicine. So there's a John Hopkins Coronavirus Resource Center. If you go online, go to coronavirus.jhu.edu. There's another place that you can uh, track numbers and whatnot, get information, ask questions. Yeah. So that that's cool. That's another thing, another way you can do that. And a lot of these things you can find online on Yahoo search. Um, 
you know, you can find also, you can find articles about the numbers of people uh, being sick or having the vaccine or, you know, mutations, variants, whatever you want to call them. I know that right now at the time of this podcast, 5.63 billion shots have been given. And if you'd like to find out how you can track how many have been given, www.bloomberg.com slash graphics slash COVID dash vaccine dash tracker dash global dash distribution. If you didn't get that, that's www.bloomberg.com slash graphics slash COVID dash vaccine dash tracker dash global dash distribution you can find out updated how many doses have been given and it'll probably break it down into first and second shot you know I have to be honest when this all first started because COVID caused me to lose work and I had to worry about how I was going to feed my family how I was going to take care of my kids how I was going to survive especially when I had a sick mother and a sick grandmother I disputed whether or not COVID was really a thing I sat there pissed off for quite some time. Uh, Thinking that this was something that was planned to keep those of us who are already in the trenches struggling to take care of things and move forward to keep us downtrodden. I did. I, I made that mistake. I made a decision based purely on emotion and feeling like I had been wronged. When the way I usually do things is I research, research, research. That's another reason why it took so long to get this show done because I wanted to have enough information at my fingertips that I knew what was going on. Here's something else that uh, I really don't understand. I graduated college 18 years ago. Unfortunately, I have not been able to use my degree for one reason or another but I am still in debt from 18 years ago now because of COVID they're forgiving uh, student loans but this is what I find funny a lot of people who are being forgiven loans are people who have good paying jobs who are upper middle class or, or lower upper class 
you know, we don't see the people who are working at restaurants trying to pay back student loans that are in that 10th year of uh, forbearance or whatnot. So I'm trying to figure out what does this accomplish? Ladies and gentlemen, we need to write letters to our senators and all and let them know like, hey, if this is going to be a program that's going to be used to help, then everyone should be able to partake in this. Don't just give it to a select few. You know, do research. Find out what these people have been doing and making over the last 10 years before you decide, hey, this person made one full payment in uh, 1999 and then their rate of pay dropped significantly so they blah 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 no let the people who need the help receive the help I don't see any reason like I, I, I'll give you a perfect example uh, I got sick not with COVID but for another reason well, I almost passed away I did. I was sitting on my couch. I could not walk. I could not stand up. I was almost incoherent. I was flushed with fever and swelling. And the last thing I remember before waking up in the hospital two days later was um, the EMTs coming in my house. I, I don't remember saying goodbye to my kids. And when I woke up and they told me what happened, it scared me because what if that was the last thing that my kids remembered about me? It was totally mind boggling. That That's the reason why I'm so adamant about education on the coronavirus. I was in the hospital for little over a month fighting an infection that had been detected over a year before when I went to the ER but because I didn't have significant insurance they gave me what I call a band-aid and sent me home so for a year I fought this while still trying to go to work while still trying to be a good father while still trying to stay upright and not show any any weakness. And it got to the point where while sitting in the room with my children and my granddaughter and my mother almost passed away. And then that's another reason why I do this podcast. I want people to have a place where they feel it's okay to ask the questions whether or not you feel like they're stupid or not. The only stupid question is one that's not asked. We, we need to be able to do the things that we need to do. Even now, I've gotten out of the hospital. I've been out of the hospital for a couple of months. I still have trouble with everything that I have trouble with going in there because once again 
if I don't have, you don't have platinum insurance, I don't care nobody say. They, you don't get treated the same way. A person that's got a pocket full of gold bars is going to be addressed way before a person who has to wait until they get their paycheck to be able to get medicines they need or to get uh, inoculations that they need. I have never asked anybody to give me anything. If I was giving stuff, I was appreciative no matter what it was, but I've never been, even in my sickly and weakling state, I've never been one not willing to work for what I need. That that's one thing that my grandfather instilled in me, my mother instilled in me. You know, never be afraid to work for something. I would kill to be the way I was 10 years ago, to be able to work a full day and do the things that I need and want to do to earn the things that I need for the people who depend on me. I would. If somebody came to me say right now, hey, if Shaquille O'Neal walked up to you and offered you a million dollars or he offered to pay all of your medical bills for you and your mother, which would you take? That's a stupid question. I take the medical bills. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't have no problem getting up and going to work if I can. I know a lot of people saying, well, well hell, you could take that million dollars and you could, you know, get yourself fixed up and then you got money to splurge with. No, I don't. I don't know what's wrong with me because I've never had anybody take me seriously because I don't have the money to pay. If somebody like Shaquille O'Neal walks up to me and says, hey, I got you. Only a fool would look that blessing in the face and look to gain on a frivolous level. If Shaquille O'Neal called up to me right now and said, hey, I'll take care of your mother and your grandmother. I'd be cool with that. I'd still get up and go to work and, and I'd do whatever I could to take care of me to be around for them. I've just always wanted a way to provide for my family. Right now, my grandmother's house is falling apart. I'm trying to figure out a way to get it fixed up and renovated so that I can bring my mother and grandmother home to take care of them. Not somebody else to care of them so I can take care of them. To let my daughter grow up in the house that I grew up in. I'm not trying to gain nothing major. My mother talked about uh, getting financing to fix up my grandmother's house. This is before she got sick. 
my grandmother got sick and they went to the hospital. And she said, what we'll do is we'll get this amount of money so that we'll have extra money and I'll give you a couple of thousand dollars, blah, 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 blah. I told her, I said, I, I don't need that. If there's extra money left over, we can use that to further help take care of you and my grandmother. What I get out of this is I get a place to stay and then I can continue to work like I've been working and I'll be able to save money for a rainy day. I don't care if I'm in pain for the rest of my life as long as I can provide for my family. That's why I made sure that when all of this came up about COVID, I made sure that I was educated. So no matter what happens, no one in my family will be lost because I was stupid. At the end of the day, vaccinated, not vaccinated, original COVID, Delta variant, you have to make a decision of whether you want to be kept in the dark or travel in the light. You have to decide what it is that you're going to do to make sure your life doesn't come to an abrupt end. Don't be lazy. Don't be misinformed. But most of all, don't be scared. Fear is the one thing that will keep you from getting what you need to get to where you need to get to. Ladies and gentlemen, protect your children. Educate them. Drill it into their heads to where wearing these masks is second nature to them. Tell them don't try to change nobody else. Do what you need to do to protect yourself. Because as we've seen from all of the world star videos and everything, whenever you try to have a conversation with somebody about a mask, it escalates. It turns ugly. Even if you try to do it respectfully. I'm just... I'm going to continue to learn every day something new. Each one teach one. I'm going to use this platform that I have to try to reach out to people. To try to save people in spite of themselves. And I say that because in spite of themselves, sometimes people just don't want to hear the cold hard facts. There's a time to be soft. There's a time to be hard. This is a time to be blunt. No one is going to care about you but you. I mean, honestly, even when it comes to family, most of the time a family member will worry about what they need and what they want over what somebody else needs or want, no matter how close you are. And, and, and that's just the truth of, uh, of the matter. But folks, it looks like we're just about out of time. I presented you with the truth and the documented facts. So now it's up to you what you decide to do with them. Remember new shows. I try to post every Monday by 8.30 p.m. 
each and every time. Don't forget to send your comments to us by email to the shock reality at yahoo.com. That's D A S H O C K O F R E A L I T Y. All one word with no spaces. Subject podcast. Also follow us on Instagram under the same heading. Podcast available on Anchor FM as well as Spotify. Just search the name of the show. Also try Apple Music. I'm your host, BJSAV. And in closing, if I said anything you don't agree with, all you have to do is prove me wrong.